Welcome to another episode of the View Charlotte Real Estate and Entertainment Podcast. My name is Jeremy Orden, one of the partners with the Orden Writer Group at Allen Tate. Each week, we will break down a real estate topic, share stories related to the topic, or have guests with experience in various facets of real estate, and then discuss something about our city that makes it unique. This could be restaurants, things to do, fun facts, or, well, virtually anything about Charlotte, because Charlotte is such an amazing city with limitless opportunities. The idea of continuing to educate our clients to the real estate market so they can make the best decisions for their family is a commitment we stand behind, and hopefully each of these episodes will leave a little pearl of wisdom with our listeners. Let's get started. For this episode, I'm joined by one of the fantastic agents on our team, Delia Niker. Delia has been a Charlotte resident for a short time period, however, she has found tremendous success. While we'll certainly address her accent today, we'll dig further into her background in a future discussion. For anyone unfamiliar with Delia, she's often described by her clients as being an amazing negotiator who's deeply committed to her clients. One of the best things about her is her incredible wit and warm personality. Everyone who meets Delia instantly becomes a fan, and I'm honored to work with her every single day. Delia, welcome to the podcast. Oh my word, what an awesome introduction. Going forward, that is the only way I want to be introduced to anyone new I meet. I'm just going to record it and you can play it for people as you enter. It can be like your walk-in music. Well, for today's topic, it's something that both Delia and I are very passionate about to the point when we were discussing topics for this week, Delia demanded to speak about this. Okay, so demanded might be a strong word strongly requested with extreme authority? That's fair. Okay. So today's topic that Delia strongly wanted to be able to discuss and share about is a term that often confuses buyers. What is a real estate team? Obviously, we have some bias in this topic as we're both members of a real estate team. However, the purpose of today's conversation is not meant to say that one approach is better than another. However, to define some terms and hopefully educate our audience as to why somebody might choose to want to partner with a team. Okay, so when we were discussing this topic, I got really excited. I entered into the real estate market as a single agent. However, you didn't have the same experience, right? Correct. I joined in real estate immediately with my mother, so I never had the experience of working on my own without a group of people involved with me. Okay, so let's jump off by defining what options exist for an agent to work in. I think that's a good place to start, and we can definitely go into the differences. So the most traditional model has been as a single agent. In this situation, you either own your own brokerage or you'd be an agent that works for a brokerage. A brokerage would be like our company, Allen Tate. Since we don't have our own firm, agents work within a brokerage or they start their own brokerage after they meet the the time commitment requirements to become a broker in charge. Jumping in here, a broker in charge is like the manager of a firm. They're responsible for the oversight of the agents who have their license hung within that firm. Exactly. The next model would be something like a partnership. This would be like two agents working together. And partnerships are really popular today. They're very similar to the next step, which would be a team. Oh, absolutely. I think for our purpose today, though, when we're discussing the benefits of a team, it's best to keep partnership and team as really one and the same. Agreed. So if you have these two categories, really a single agent and a team, 
what are some of the differences between them before we, you know, show our obvious bias and talk about the benefits of working with a team? So I think that's the best approach. When I was a single agent, I worked within a firm and that firm offered training, um, development opportunities, but I was essentially running my own business. I was writing my own contracts. I was the one showing homes, basically handling everything on my own. If my clients, let's just say, wanted to see a new listing and I was maybe out of town or my kids were sick, I either had to let them know I couldn't show the house or ask the listing agent, which let me tell you, I hate doing, or I had to pay a fellow agent to show the house for me. So really, you were really working on your own in this situation. Oh, yeah. It was a completely different experience, especially being new to the business, where I did have people to ask questions, but I was pretty much a single resource for my clients and handling everything personally. That's so much different than the team approach. Absolutely. And that's why I adore, and I cannot stress it enough, I adore being on a team and especially the Auden Rider group. So that's a nice little plug for us. However, with the team approach, we really do all work together. I like to be informed about all of our agents' activities, clients, and transactions so that if anything should happen, I can immediately step in. Yeah, one of the great things about our team is that I know I have the people there to support me when I have to go on vacation or see to a sick kid. It's very funny that you say have to go on vacation. (laughs) However, that's one of the things that I always let my clients know, that I'm going to make every attempt to make sure that they can see whatever they want to see and that their questions always get answered. However, it may not always be me who's answering their questions or unlocking the home for them. Okay, so I have to ask, what is their normal response when you share something like that? Well, I think they appreciate the honesty, but I really appreciate the fact, and I think that they appreciate the fact that I'm letting them know up front that I guarantee that I'm going to get them in to see whatever they want to see. However, it may not always be me. It is such a great asset and probably the best place to start with the first benefit of working with a team. And that's the support of knowing you have multiple people available to service your needs. Imagine if you go into a store and there's like one person to help. You have one question and you're basically waiting. Nobody likes that. I agree. As long as you always have your point person, having additional assistance is always important. Which I think bridges perfectly to the next benefit of a team, which is going to be the back-end support that a team hopefully offers. Okay, what do you mean by this? Well, on our team, we have full-time transaction managers. We have two of them. And for me, it means that I always have someone available to be able to help me with the administration side. However, for our clients, it also means that they have an additional person available to help answer questions, coordinate events such as inspections or conveying information of, you know, anything that's involved in the transaction. While I always like to believe that my clients love me because, I mean, I'm awesome, It's really our amazing support that makes me look this good, simply because the entire onus of responsibility doesn't have to fall exclusively on me. That is one of the biggest things that I think can make all the difference for a customer experience. I think it was Steve Jobs that said, um, nothing great in business is done by one person, but rather by a team. So having the support on the back end of a transaction, all of the hundreds of activities that need to take place ensures that clients have the best overall experience throughout the entirety of the transaction. 
So coming from an individual agent background, what do you feel is the best asset of working with a team? Okay, so this is going to stray a bit from the customer side. However, as an agent, I really believe it is the camaraderie that exists when you're part of the team. Just like in sports, there's something about being part of something that's bigger than yourself. My teammates have become some of my closest friends and we celebrate successes together as well as assist when the problems arise. So we're there for the good times and the bad. And as I said, I never had that experience of being a solo agent. I know in a successful office environment, agents also benefit from, you know, being part of their firm. But I agree, there's something that's different when you're part of the team. You become more like focused on the success as a whole versus the individual. And this continues onto the customer side also. Being part of a team gives you insight into exclusive opportunities that aren't always otherwise available. Our market offers something called a firm exclusive listings, whereas the listing is advertised only through the firm that has the listing. These properties never hit the MLS or syndicated real estate sites. So for savvy investors or buyers looking for that something specific, having these types of relationships is truly beneficial. Firm exclusive is a really interesting point. I also think it comes back to the agent that you're involved with in a transaction. Like there are thousands of agents in our market and I've had experience with a lot of these people and, you know, multiple agents I've had multiple transactions with and going into a transaction, I can actually educate my buyers to the type of experience that we might be in for. When working with a team, I know the other agent on the other side, and I can say that our in-house transactions have consistently been some of the smoothest win-win transactions for all parties that we've ever had. Which I think brings it back to the team. You know what you're getting into. It is especially interesting when you talk about dual agency. Okay, so I'm going to pause you right there and just explain what dual agency is. Dual agency, as far as what we're discussing right now, is where one agent is representing both the buyer and seller in a transaction. Exactly. It is basically serving two masters, which is almost always impossible. I cannot get my sellers the best selling price and best possible terms while also trying to ensure my buyers get the best deal and the best possible terms. Well, there are those times, of course, where it's a simple meaning of the minds, and we're really there as an agent to act more as an intermediary between the two parties. However, that's a really a rare occasion, and, and I agree with you. You can't serve two different masters. I think one of the things that I find amazing about our team is that we have a commitment that we will not engage in pure dual agency. This is one of the things that I've run up against multiple times, especially when we were in the crazier moments of our market, when someone would call me asking me to represent them as well as the seller in order for them to beat out other potential parties. Almost as if by offering me their potential representation that I would abandon my commitment to my seller for my own personal gains. Exactly. Because our team has a policy against pure dual agency, we're able to separate our interests to be able to help both sides have their own individual representation, and that ensures all parties are treated fairly and they have an experienced advocate on their dedicated side versus any potential conflict of interest. Those are always fun transactions because in order for us to keep everything legitimately separate, we even have different transaction coordinators working on each side of the transaction. 
Yeah, and they are truly lovely email chains that get going. The best part of it all is that we get to hold on to those emails for years and years with the record-keeping rules that we have to follow. You know, another major benefit to a buyer working with a team is the combined experience that is presented. If you look at, like, Maddie on our team, there is hardly a neighborhood that she has not sold in or a community she is not familiar with. We seriously do not call her the queen for nothing. She has such a plethora of knowledge that it really sets our clients up for success by having access to multiple people with such a huge vat of knowledge. It's such a powerful tool. Obviously, with a team, some things get distorted when you look at performance on an area scale because, obviously, a team with 10 people should hopefully perform at a higher metric than an individual. However, that experience and market impact also carries a lot of weight. There are multiple teams in our area where I may not have worked with a specific person on the other side. However, I know someone that they work with, and it really helps set the stage for success. You always say to us that who you are in a transaction with is just as important as any other detail in a transaction. You know, that's something that I think a lot of people don't always realize. As an agent, our job is to really convey information from our parties to the other party. However, throughout the process, we're always offering advice and opinions based off of the request from our clients in regards to our experience. Unfortunately, there's some really obstinate people out there who might feel that one party needs to lose in order for another party to win. And instead of it being a win-win type situation or, or a meeting of the minds for everyone to get to a successful closing, they just stand in the way of being able to get to the closing table fairly. Absolutely. I mean, we could keep going with this for days because you know how I feel about our team specifically, but should we move on to our entertainment topic? I think we've pretty much described a lot of the benefits of working with a team. It's it's something that both you and I can talk about for a really long period of time, both from an agent and a customer side. But I think this is a really good introduction. So I know that you've been excited to discuss our entertainment topic since we originally came up with the idea. Oh, I have been waiting for this one. For this week's entertainment topic, we are going to be discussing one of my favorite topics, the best shopping opportunities in Charlotte. Okay, so I'm going to jump in real quick as I have a tendency to obviously do and say that for this topic, we're going to be talking more about like specific shopping centers and more of a focus on retail type shopping. We're not going to be talking about like the best farmers market in the area. It's still shopping and in Charlotte, our shopping is centered around the mecca of shopping in the city, which is South Park Mall. How did I know that was going to be the first place on your list? Obviously, it was going to be South Park. South Park is so much more than just a mall. It really is an entire shopping district. Well, it's also like the area of town, a neighborhood. It's the former employment hub of the city. For today's topic, it's a shopping district. The mall itself has been beautifully updated uh, with wide hallways, brightly lit, and it combines more than 150 stores, including some of our higher end retail in the area. Yeah, it's where in town that you're going to be able to find like Louis Vuitton, Tiffany, Burberry. Gucci, YSL, Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus. However, on the South Park grounds, you'll also find Crate and Barrel, which I love. The other thing that makes South Park such an amazing shopping area is that you also have a ton of great dining options. 
Okay, so South Park, easily number one on your list. Yeah. Personally, I'm a fan of outdoor shopping centers. I'm not really the biggest mall person, so I really like Rivergate and Steel Creek. Rivergate is great. It really is the heart of Steel Creek and offers multiple retail establishments like Target, Best Buy, Home Depot, plus a ton of other stores, big and small. It covers an enormous area, but if you live in the Steel Creek area, there really is not a shopping need that you could not have fulfilled at Rivergate. And right down the street from Rivergate, you also have the Outlet Mall. I love an Outlet Mall. Located right off 485 and 160, you have the Charlotte Premium Outlet. There's like a hundred stores there, including Polo, Kate Spade, Saks, Michael Kors. And I was there the other day. They now have a Hugo Boss store as well. It's an outdoor styled outlet, which is great for being able to go into a ton of stores and have a really diverse shopping experience. You're in the Waxhaw area. So what's your favorite shopping, not including South Park, out by where you are? Okay, so for this one, I'm going to combine two into one for this answer. Does seem a little bit like cheating. No, it makes complete sense and you'll understand in a minute. Waverly and Ray Farms. Okay, so that does make sense. Yeah, they're across the street from each other and offer so much. These are both outdoor shopping center type malls with fantastic shopping, a Whole Foods, two hotels, dozens of restaurants, and a combination of live-work options. And it's right down the street from the Arboretum. Oh yeah, the Arboretum is located in South Charlotte and has great shopping, a grocery store, tons of restaurants, a movie theater, and jewelry stores. And um, shameless plug, if my husband is listening, there are jewelry stores there and Christmas is coming. I'm afraid that we're just going down this rabbit hole now of just naming shopping centers. And any minute, we're just going to start talking about like Stonecrest and Piper Glen as we just make our way around the city. Oh my goodness, not at all. We are moving away from shopping center discussions and let's focus on some areas. There are two areas that have amazing shopping, especially for like unique and luxury items. And for me, that's Southend and Noda. Noda being, of course, the North Davidson Art District. Yeah. Thank you for defining that. South End and Noda, while not really that close to each other, they both offer superior shopping throughout their landscape. In Noda, you'll find art galleries, artisans, and some really unique, cool, and trendy stores. South End will have some of our independent furniture stores, custom light stores, amazing fashion, and a plethora of dining opportunities. So if we move north of the city, what are your favorite locations up in that area? I have three left, I think, that are really mention-worthy. The first is going to be Birkdale Village. I love that neighborhood in that area up there so much. We've listed and sold numerous houses in that area for years. Jeremy, we are not talking about houses. This is focused on shopping and Birkdale is fantastic. It combines a lot of what is so great about Baxter Village with that village approach, combining retail and dining with residential living, but on a much larger scale. There are over 50 retail stores from American Eagle to Banana Republic to Williams-Sonoma, plus 20 food and dining options in this community. It really creates that village feel of being able to live, work, and shop all within your immediate community. Also in that area, we have Concord Mills. Did you know that Concord Mills is the largest outlet and value retail shopping destination in North Carolina? 
course not. I mean, who would know that? But no, I was completely unaware of that fact. Well, it's amazing what you can learn on Google. Concord Mills is an indoor mall experience. There are over 200 stores, plus like 13 restaurants and a variety of entertainment options, including arcades, movie theaters, and anchor stores. I like the fun fact. Like, maybe we should create like a fun fact zinger for every time we have a new fun fact that we talk about. I'm going to ignore that and share my last favorite shopping destination, North Lake Mall. So we're ending with another mall. Almost right back where we started. We skipped Carolina Place Mall. (gasps) Carolina Place Mall is great. I am more than happy to come back and do a sequel on other fantastic shopping. However, getting back to North Lake Mall, this is one of the premier shopping destinations in Charlotte. There are over 140 stores, an interactive play area, a movie theater. It has an abundance of restaurants. Can you tell how much I love shopping and eating? I I think we could definitely find where your passion is, but the only thing I really know about North Lake Mall is that there's like a really big mall walking group that's associated with it. Oh, yeah. Um, Apparently, one lap around the lower level is like 0.577 of a mile. How specific was that? Whereas one lap around the upper level is 0.665 of a mile. I'm guessing once again that this probably came from a Google? No, just off the top of my head. (laughs) But really, you need to bring your walking shoes with you when you're going shopping there, right? Oh yeah, combined shopping, eating, and getting a workout in sounds like a pretty good afternoon to me. I'm not sure what anybody's going to take from this conversation today. I think the most important thing is that Charlotte has so much going for it. We have premium shopping throughout the city as well as numerous options in multiple communities for everyday shopping. The city has really grown to ensure that regardless of where you live, you have something local and are never too far from something more specialized. Well, when you say it like that, I think the topic makes a lot more sense. See, this is a great topic. On that note, I think that we can wrap things up. I'm realizing right at this very moment that we failed to address your accent that I promised that we would talk about. Oh, so the accent. Um, I guess, so I've been living in, in Charlotte now for almost six years. And when people hear me, they either assume I'm British or I'm Australian. Nobody ever says, are you South African? I wait for that day. But yeah, I love my accent. My kids are losing theirs and it breaks my heart. But yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Well, on that note, I think that we can wrap things up for this episode. I really want to thank my fantastic guests, our agent on the Orden Writer Group at Allen Tate, Delia Naker, for joining me this week. I'm really looking forward towards you continuing to appear on our podcast and share your diverse, you know, crazy set of knowledge with our audience. I cannot wait to come back. Thanks for the invite. This was so much fun. Thank you for joining us this week on this episode. Until next time.